Welcome to the James Exchange. I am Nancy Gill, your host. From the town of Larned, Kansas, of about 3,000 people, to Singapore, and somewhere in there was a stint in Zurich, and then moving on to the World Bank in Washington, D.C. Lincoln Lewis has found himself in Charlottesville, where he is a doctorate candidate in UVA's architectural school in their Constructed Environment program. What I want to know is how he made his way to Scottsville. Welcome, Lincoln. Well, thanks so much, Nancy, for having me today. Well, this is, it should be a lot of fun, but before we delve into Scottsville, what took you to Singapore? Well, Nancy, that's a good question. I was going to architecture school in Kansas, at the University of Kansas, and then I went to graduate school in Zurich, Switzerland, at the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology. I was working on a project, and my project partner wanted to go to Singapore on a spring break trip. And I didn't want to stay behind in Zurich and do all the work on our project, so I decided to go with him. So I did six job interviews, and I got one offer in Singapore during that trip. So then I went back once I graduated, and uh, was only going to stay there about a year. That was my plan anyway, but I ended up staying there 10 years, and I got my architecture license there. I believe you might have gotten married as well. I got married, um, even had a child, yes. You know, I really enjoyed working on projects in Southeast Asia, but after a while I wanted to return back to America. And the World Bank gave me an opportunity to work in Washington, D.C. So I thought that was a great opportunity. So me and my family, we moved to D.C. So, but you have pretty much your career is along environmental issues. So how does that fit into the World Bank? I'm educated as an architect and was practicing as an architect. You know, I was really interested in how people use buildings, but then I became more interested in the space between the buildings, perhaps. You know, I've always really thought of myself as an environmental steward. Ever since growing up on a farm outside of Larned, Kansas, you know, the World Bank is also very interested in the environment and how cities are planned because, you know, they really contribute to uh, environmental degradation and climate change. So that's really uh, what I saw in my role at the World Bank, really focusing on cities and uh, how people use cities and how that interacts with the environment. So now you're at UVA in a program, Constructed Environment. Correct. So it's an interdisciplinary PhD program that's really looking at at a cross-section between the, the fields of architecture, architectural history, landscape architecture, also urban design, and urban environmental planning. And that's why I really enjoy UVA, because it has all these disciplines in one school, the School of Architecture. So I'm able to focus on all of those at the same time. And that's really what brought me to Scottsville. <laughs> so I have to say thank you first, Nancy. You're welcome. Well, I wanted to uh, sneak in Frank Dukes because a lot of people know that I'm involved with HERE, or Health Equity and Access in Rural Regions. And Frank actually did three convening sessions with us, and he had some of his graduate students write up a report on that. And the very beginning of it is, what is the definition of rule? And the definition is, it is not urban. Well, there's very many ways of classifying urban and rural. You could write a whole doctoral dissertation on that. 
Yeah, I was really glad that Frank uh, introduced me to Scottsville and to yourself, Nancy, um, <laughs> through here. My classmates and I were really focusing on uh, helping the planning commission at that time really think about what could the future comp plan updates uh, look at in terms of community engagement. Mm -hmm. So we just dipped our toe in that topic. And I was really glad to learn more about Scottsville that way. And I believe that you actually, your group, won a state award. Yes, so we um, really enjoyed working with the town and there was an opportunity to submit for the American Planning Association Awards Competition for the state of Virginia. So we decided to submit and uh, we were the first project they've ever honored, to my knowledge, in the student category for, for planning. Uh, usually they uh, acknowledge individual students for their work during their university careers, but we were the first project. So I think that, that really speaks to uh, Scottsville as a, as a great place that really deserves uh, planning work. And just to mention, at the awards banquet that was held in Roanoke, Frank and I went there, and there were many other projects that were honored at the professional level, and these were very large jurisdictions. The state of Virginia won an award, and um, other you know cities in Virginia, but by far Scottsville was the l smallest jurisdiction of about 524 f residents, right? Yeah. So I think that really speaks to Scottsville and uh, just the assets the town has and how much can be gained by making a, a, a plan or a, updating the comprehensive plan. And that brings us to why you have been coming back to Scottsville for the past few months, and you have been helping not just the planning commission but also the residents who are really interested in participating and that was the community engagement piece you and your classmates won the award on so give us a synopsis on what you have learned what you feel the plans are moving forward and sure well as you might know, the comprehensive planning process is uh, mandated by the Commonwealth of Virginia. At least every five years, a town such as Scottsville needs to update their comprehensive plan. So what I've viewed is that the last few comprehensive plans that the town has had have been pretty much the same. I've looked back at the 2005 comp plan, 2008, 2013, and 2018 documents, and they're very much the same except for some minor wordsmithing, we could say. So from what I've gathered from the town, this is really a, a great chance to take another look at the structure of the comp plan and talk about how we can restructure the document and point it more towards the future. A comp plan in, for Scottsville really has a, a historical view looking back, but it's also looking forward up to 20 years. So how can we structure our discussions to really chart the way forward for the town in the next 20 years. Because, you know, the town has had recently a decisive issue come to light, the tire factory. So, in my view, the, the comp plan at the time really didn't enter into the discussions as much as it should to guide the, the tire factory decision-making process. How can the document we're working on now really help to guide the town in future decisions such as a tire factory or other things that come up? So that's a little bit about setting up the compliant process. Let me talk a little bit more about the community engagement events that we've been having. So over the last few months since August, 
We've had six different community engagement events. We've had four workshops and then two focus groups. The workshops are more regarding um, small groups sitting in the council chambers, talking about ideas and, and writing these ideas down, and then we sift through these and then document those views into the comp plan. And the focus groups are really smaller groups that are looking at really specific questions and how can we answer those questions to really implement very specific uh, decisions in the comp plan. So for instance, the workshops uh, were focused on retaining character, fostering stewardship, enabling growth, and we also had a business community roundtable. The Planning Commission uh, sensed that it was really important to engage with the business community, of course, because they're a major contributor to the town's income through the meals tax. We sat with um, several businesses that came to the roundtable, and those businesses were both from the town of Scottsville, but also from the region, uh, including Muddy Paws uh, Winery from Buckingham County. Mm -hmm. So we're really glad to, to meet those folks and others, and we really heard about uh, the different businesses' uh, concerns and opportunities that they voiced. So those will be factored into the comp plan. I'll also talk a little bit about uh, retaining character. This is a really important concept for the town, I've learned. And there's a lot of assets in the town, mm -hmm. and it goes beyond just the architecture of the downtown. It's really about this small town character. Some people have even mentioned the sound of the roosters in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so how can this small town character still be retained, but at the same time uh, enabling growth? So I'll just mention a little bit about some findings or observations from this community engagement process. The town conducted a survey that had a total of 139 responses. A majority of those folks were outside of Scottsville, and 36 of the respondents were town residents. We found is a majority of the people in town really want some sort of growth, but it depends on where that growth is and what type of growth. So from those 36 town respondents, 30 of them would like to see moderate growth for the town. Four of them would like to see a lot of growth, but only two of them would like to see no growth at all. So I think that really speaks to the direction of where the town's persons want to, to target growth. We also found out from the Enabling Growth Workshop that growth can mean several things to different people. For instance, a great insight I heard was that growth can mean uh, filling in a vacant storefront, for instance. Mm -hmm. Growth can also mean new construction, but growth can also mean uh, revitalizing an existing structure or, or building. So through the comp plan, we're, we're working to define what growth can mean to different people and different places in the town. So we're also looking at potentially designating different neighborhoods. So when we talk about growth, growth could be enabled in some neighborhoods, but other neighborhoods of the town uh, might want to see a different strategy. That's just one example finding from our, our community engagement events. I'll also mention about fostering stewardship. This was also a really great workshop we had. I came into the event really thinking that stewardship would really focus on environmental considerations. The town has a lot of respect and admiration for Van Cleef Nature Preserve. Mm -hmm. And that's an environmental um, asset of the town. Participants also really wanted to 
think of stewardship in terms of architectural stewardship mm -hmm. and historical stewardship of the town. We broaden that definition and we'll write that into the comp plan about how the town can steward many more things than just the environment. And I also think that will take care of that small town character. Yes, there, a lot of these topics we're talking about for the comp plan are really woven together. They're mm -hmm. interrelated. Uh, the environment is really related to the small town character of Scottsville. When you uh, retain the character and you steward the environment, you also need to balance any growth that might occur. Mm -hmm. So how, how can this trade-off uh, decision-making process be approached by the, the Planning Commission and the Town Council? That's what the comp plan really hopes to be a map for the decision-making process. Yes, I know that right now, and this might be a little off-subject, but the Planning Commission has approved the Southern Developments, I think they call it East Village, but yet, hopefully, this document can guide future conversations and negotiations with the developer. Well, the East Village area could be developed straight away by right. By Correct. The That's right. But, you know, through the comp plan, uh, the town can set its vision for that area. And then uh, that could guide future discussions. And the developer could propose some alternatives to the by right and then the planning commission could make a recommendation to the town council what this future vision could look like yeah it it does seem like uh, there are some ideas for for east village that that could really benefit the town i look forward in the future to seeing how the comp plan could initiate discussions such as that so what are the next steps i know that you have to write this up or help the planning commission write this up because it's basically a new document. Yes, uh, the current document has about 80 pages, and uh, it has a lot of great information in it, uh, everywhere from a box story about um, Victory Hall to uh, a box story about Canal Basin Square. So a lot of that text on existing town assets we're going to generally uh, reuse and update. But um, other uh, sections of the comp plan, for instance, the strategy and the goals section that's existing, I'm going to propose is transition to a principles and goals matrix. Mm -hmm. It's a weaving approach going back to how a lot of these topics we're, we're mentioning today are really interrelated. The next step is over the next two weeks, I'm going to sit down and write up what this principles and, and goals section will be like. Over the next month, we'll make the proposed document, uh, final edits, and then I'll present that to the Planning Commission. So uh, through the Planning Commission's discussions and deliberations, um, I'm sure there will be some uh, updates mm -hmm. and modifications, because I think this is really a collaborative uh, document. Mm -hmm. It's not just what I'm proposing. It's really uh, through all of the, these discussions we're having with the community, I've been learning a tremendous amount, things that I did not anticipate through all these workshops and focus groups. And I really look forward to seeing how the, the final document uh, is proposed to the, the town council. And I'm sure even at the town council level, we'll, we'll definitely have some further discussions and modifications, and I look forward to that process. You are very much involved in a project on um, Tangier Island. Yes, so in parallel to my work in Scottsville uh, this last summer, 
I also became involved in uh, documenting the historic working landscape of Tangier, Virginia. I received a grant from the Environmental Institute at University of Virginia, and that enabled me and uh, a fellow student, who's an undergraduate third-year architecture student, to go to Tangier several times and really document this working landscape of the watermen. I really enjoyed this project, and I, I hope to continue on that work, just as I hope to retain connections with Scottsville. I really, really uh, love Scottsville as a town and also Tangier, so I, this uh, really goes back to my interest in historic landscapes and environmental mm -hmm. planning. I asked you a question a few months ago via email, and I'm going to pose that question to you again. I had read an article on here in Virginia that urban areas will grow while rural areas will grow old. Do you think that this comp plan that um, the Planning Commission and you have been working on, will that help Scottsville from growing old? Well, I'm familiar with the study that you mentioned, Nancy, from the Weldon Cooper Center at University of Virginia. And I remember our previous conversation. Yes, I, I can't quite recall exactly what the, the statistics were for Southern Albemarle County, but, but basically, um, I think Scottsville's really at, at an inflection point. You know, like I said, Scottsville has tremendous assets, both historical, environmental, and, and other assets. Of course, its its people are tremendous assets. And, you know, there is a lot of parcels of land, for instance, in the town that could be developed tomorrow by right. It really depends on whether those parcels are developed by right or the developers of those parcels really propose alternative solutions to the town. For instance, if there were some easements granted and more trails were, were made throughout town, uh, this could really boost even further the town's appeal in, in terms of an environmental hiking and, and walking town. But uh, it really depends on the next steps of the town in the next few years. How do you get everything done? Oh, well... Do you sleep? <laughs> I do sleep a little bit. Um, I just finished up uh, my semester at University of Virginia last week. I'm now starting to uh, focus on the comp plan writing, like I mentioned. And uh, I've got a few other side projects that I like to work on, such as my Tangier uh, research. So um, I'm just uh, juggling all these things together, but I, I really like to focus uh, on finishing the comp plan document draft and then start having the discussions on how that draft can be even further improved. Yeah. Well, I look forward to reading it. I have enjoyed coming to several of your community engagement. And gosh, it's been, I think, really good for the town to have you on board the past few months. Well, I've been really glad to be here. And uh, like I said, I, through this process, I'm learning a lot also and reflecting on the role of a planner as a facilitator, and even reflecting upon what I learned from Frank Dukes' class. So um, yeah, overall, this has been an amazing experience, and I look to continue on and, and finish the updates to the comp plan. Well, thank you so much, and thank you for coming up and spending a few minutes with me today. Thank you, Nancy. And as always, if you have a story, 
a song, an event, or an issue you would like to discuss, perhaps it's time for a conversation.